Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and it is day 114. Our reading for today is coming from Judges chapter 2, verses 10 through 23, and chapter 3, Luke chapter 22, verses 14 through 34, Psalm chapter 92, and chapter 93, and Proverbs chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the one-year Bible. Let's read. Judges chapter 2, verses 10 through 23. And all that generation also were gathered to their fathers, and there arose another generation after them, who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. And the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and served the Baals. And they abandoned the Lord, the God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. They went after other gods, from among the gods of the peoples who were around them, and bowed down to them. And they provoked the Lord to anger. They abandoned the Lord and served the Baals and the Ashtaroth. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he gave them over to plunderers who plundered them. And he sold them into the hand of their surrounding enemies, so that they could no longer withstand their enemies. Whenever they marched out, the hand of the Lord was against them for harm, as the Lord had warned and as the Lord had sworn to them, and they were in terrible distress. Then the Lord raised up judges, who saved them out of the hand of those who plundered them. Yet they did not listen to their judges, for they whored after other gods and bowed down to them. They soon turned aside from the way in which their fathers had walked, who had obeyed the commandments of the Lord, and they did not do so. Whenever the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judge, and he saved them from the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For the Lord was moved to pity by their groaning because of those who afflicted and oppressed them. But whenever the judge died, they turned back and were more corrupt than their fathers, going after other gods, serving them and bowing down to them. They did not drop any of their practices or their stubborn ways. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he said, Because this people have transgressed my covenant that I commanded their fathers and have not obeyed my voice, I will no longer drive out before them any of the nations that Joshua left when he died in order to test Israel by them, whether they will take care to walk in the way of the Lord as their fathers did or not. So the Lord left those nations, not driving them out quickly, and he did not give them into the hand of Joshua. Judges chapter 3 Now these are the nations that the Lord left, to test Israel by them, that is, all in Israel who had not experienced all the wars in Canaan. It was only in order that the generations of the people of Israel might know war, to teach war to those who had not known it before. These are the nations, the five lords of the Philistines, and all the Canaanites, and the Sidonians, and the Hivites, who lived on Mount Lebanon, from Mount Baal Hermon as far as Labo Hamath. They were for the testing of Israel, to know whether Israel would obey the commandments of the Lord, which he commanded their fathers by the hand of Moses. So the people of Israel lived among the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And their daughters they took to themselves for wives, and their own daughters they gave to their sons, and they served their gods. And the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. They forgot the Lord their God and served the Baals and the Asheroth. Therefore the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. 
and he sold them into the hand of Cushan Rishathaim, king of Mesopotamia. And the people of Israel served Cushan Rishathaim eight years. But when the people of Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for the people of Israel who saved them, Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother. The Spirit of the Lord was upon him, and he judged Israel. He went out to war, and the Lord gave Cushan Rishathaim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand, and his hand prevailed over Cushan Rishathaim. So the land had rest forty years. Then Othniel, the son of Kenaz, died. And the people of Israel again did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab, against Israel, because they had done what was evil in the sight of the Lord. He gathered to himself the Ammonites and the Amalekites, and went and defeated Israel. And they took possession of the city of Palms. And the people of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, eighteen years. Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord, and the Lord raised up for them a deliverer, Ehud, the son of Gera, the Benjamite, a left-handed man. The people of Israel sent tribute by him to Eglon, the king of Moab. And Ehud made for himself a sword with two edges, a cubit in length, and he bound it on his right thigh under his clothes. And he presented the tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Now Eglon was a very fat man. And when Ehud had finished presenting the tribute, he sent away the people who carried the tribute. But he himself turned back at the idols near Gilgal and said, I have a secret message for you, O king. And he commanded, Silence. And all his attendants went out from his presence. And Ehud came to him as he was sitting alone in his cool roof chamber. And Ehud said, I have a message from God for you. And he arose from his seat. And Ehud reached with his left hand, took the sword from his right thigh, and thrust it into his belly. And the hilt also went in after the blade, and the fat closed over the blade, for he did not pull the sword out of his belly, and the dung came out. Then Ehud went out into the porch and closed the doors of the roof chamber behind him and locked them. When he had gone, the servants came, and when they saw that the doors of the roof chamber were locked, they thought, Surely he is relieving himself in the closet of the cool chamber. And they waited till they were embarrassed. But when he still did not open the doors of the roof chamber, they took the key and opened them. And there lay their Lord dead on the floor. Ehud escaped while they delayed. And he passed beyond the idols and escaped to Sirah. When he arrived, he sounded the trumpet in the hill country of Ephraim. Then the people of Israel went down with him from the hill country and he was their leader. And he said to them, Follow after me, for the Lord has given your enemies, the Moabites, into your hand. So they went down after him and seized the fords of the Jordan against the Moabites and did not allow anyone to pass over. And they killed at that time about 10,000 of the Moabites, all strong, able-bodied men. Not a man escaped. So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel. And the land had rest for eighty years. After him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, who killed six hundred of the Philistines with an ox goad, and he also saved Israel. Luke chapter 22, verses 14 through 34. And when the hour came, he reclined at table, and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. 
For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise the cup, after they had eaten, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But behold, the hand of him who betrays me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to question one another, which of them it could be who was going to do this. A dispute also arose among them, as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors, but not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For who is the greater, one who reclines at table or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at table? But I am among you as the one who serves. You are those who have stayed with me in my trials, and I assign to you, as my Father assigned to me, a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. Peter said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow this day until you deny three times that you know me. Psalm chapter 92 It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night, to the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody of the lyre, for you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work. At the works of your hands I sing for joy. How great are your works, O Lord! Your thoughts are very deep. The stupid man cannot know. The fool cannot understand this, that though the wicked sprout like grass and all evildoers flourish, they are doomed to destruction forever. But you, O Lord, are on high forever. For behold, your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies shall perish. All evildoers shall be scattered. But you have exalted my horn like that of the wild ox. You have poured over me fresh oil. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the doom of my evil assailants. The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green. To declare that the Lord is upright, He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in Him. Psalm chapter 93 The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He has put on strength as His belt. 
Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Your throne is established from of old. You are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their roaring. Mightier than the thunders of many waters. Mightier than the waves of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Your decrees are very trustworthy. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, forevermore. Proverbs chapter 14, verses 1 and 2. The wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. Whoever walks in uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is devious in his ways despises him. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And today my prayer for our listeners or for those who are struggling in areas of compromise those who just feel overwhelmed by the power of sin, for those that are really battling right now against depression and discouragement because they feel like they can't win, they can't overcome, I thank you for your mercy. You said in your word that your mercies, they fail not, and that they are new every morning. God, you continue to pour out favor and you continue to rescue Israel, even though time after time they just kept walking away from you, doing the exact things you asked them not to do. And now, Lord, because of the cross and the resurrection and the outpouring of your Holy Spirit and the blood of Christ, we have access to your very own throne room where your word says we can find mercy and help in our time of need. So I pray for our listeners who are struggling right now in different areas of their life. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy and for your power on their lives to help them overcome sin. Draw us close to you. Let us experience the presence of your Holy Spirit and reveal more and more of your Son to us today. We ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's devotional is coming from Luke chapter 22. There's a really powerful passage here that I think can really encourage a lot of people today. I wanted to do the devotional out of Judges chapter 3. I don't know if it's just because I want to preach. I have this message I've preached out of that passage. It's um, a call to arms. It's a very strong message. Maybe I should do that on my other podcast. We'll see. This devotional, though, is coming out of Luke 22, verses 31 through 34. Let me go ahead and read these verses. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. Peter said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow this day until you deny three times that you know me. Now, I just saw something in here today that I've never really saw before. And it's in verse 32 where Jesus says, I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. Peter is in a serious situation right here and that Satan himself was demanding to have him so that he could sift him like wheat. Whatever that is, it just doesn't sound like it's a good thing. But Jesus says this. He says, I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. Now, this is interesting to me because doesn't it seem like Peter did fail? I mean, he denied Jesus three times and then he went back to fishing. But apparently, 
the way we perceive failure is not the way Jesus was perceiving failure right here. Because he said, I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And again, it looks like his faith failed. But obviously and apparently, it didn't. Jesus even said, when you have turned again, or when you are restored, strengthen your brothers. Are are y'all tracking with me? All right, just follow this if you would. Jesus says, I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. There are times apparently in our life where the enemy comes after us, sweeps our legs out from under us, disappointment, maybe like Peter, we get terrified and afraid and our lifestyle can even betray our words in a moment of weakness or whatever. Yet, That does not mean that we are failures, and that does not mean that we have totally walked away and given up our faith. Jesus prayed for Peter, and even though he did, he denied Jesus three times, backslid, walked away, went back fishing. Jesus' prayer, it came to pass. His faith was not a complete failure, and he returned and was able to strengthen his brothers. Jesus even foresaw that he was going to deny him three times, but also saw that he was going to come back and that he was going to help strengthen his brothers. Why is this so good for us? You know, the Bible says that Jesus, he's seated at the right hand of the Father, but do you know what he's doing right now? It says this in the scripture, that Jesus, he ever lives to make intercession for the saints. That means that he is praying for you and I right now. He ever lives to make intercession for the saints. I believe that one of the things that he is praying for us is that our faith may not fail. And that when you get tripped up, when you walk away, when you hit the ground, when you bite the dust, when you have a moment of weakness in your life, that it's not over yet. Your faith is not finished. It's not final. You're not a failure. You're not defined by your worst day. And neither do we sit down on the ground and our place of failure and camp out right there and think that God is okay with it. Just say right here, God doesn't care, baloney. No, we get back up, we turn back to him. And then what do you do? You allow the Lord to restore you so that you can go and strengthen your brothers and your sisters. Look, there's so much more that we could say right now. I mean, this is rich, isn't it? What an incredible passage right here from the lips of of Jesus. I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. I'm so glad that Jesus doesn't look at us the way we look at ourselves and the way that we perhaps look at others. He sees the end from the beginning. He knows what we're up against. He knows how the enemy wants to take you out. And you know what he's doing? He is praying for you. He's praying for me that our faith will not fail. This just Again, encouraged me so much today, and I really hope that it's encouraged you also. Wherever you're at on your faith journey, come on, you're not a failure. Get back up, come back to the Lord, and then become a strength to your brothers and your sisters. Let's finish this race strong. I'm praying for you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have, make sure you share it with your family, with your friends. If you haven't already, Go and subscribe on your favorite platform, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to support this ministry or support this podcast, you can do so by going to my website at randygudo.com. 
And there's an area where you can give online. Also, be sure to listen here in the next two or three days. I'll be giving some details on how to enter this Bible giveaway. I'm, I'm looking at it here in my office right now. It is a beautiful black pearl calfskin ESV Bible that one of our listeners is going to receive. Have a great day, everyone. And we will be back tomorrow with day 115.